dude. Yes. Angie, how do you start show? Low tones. Oh shit! It's been a minute. Um, this is an explicit podcast. You must be eighteen years or older to listen. I'm Angie. I'm Jay, and we're joined with Bye. Yeah, bye. What? Whatever. We're joined by Casual Yeah, I'm definitely Bye. Hey guys. I am definitely Bye too. <laughs> There's two Bye's and two Straights. I think that's kind of an equal. Bye's two Straights. Yeah. Thanks for having us, guys. We missed you. Yeah. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Yeah, Is speaking of bye. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it kicks off tomorrow, right? Well, that's when you guys are releasing this things tomorrow, I would guess. And I still don't hear her all that well. Really? Of course, it's our internet, too, so it frees up every now and then. Our internet sucks. Yeah, but the audio yeah. continues. It's just the video. All right, then. <laughs> I'll try to get really, really close. That's right. Just put your mouth around it, Mallory. Ah. There you go. That's a good look for you. Well, it probably sounds fine on your end. Who knows? It does. It does. So then it doesn't matter. (laughs) So you guys came down and joined us for our pub crawl. We did. We did. That was a good time. Yeah, I I love that pub. That's the second time we've done that, actually. Yeah, I know. The first one was a surprise for my birthday. It was. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was that was kind of crazy. I think this one was kind of surprised for you too, because we weren't the only ones that showed up and joined. That's true. Yeah. Sapphic showed up. The lesbian showed up. That was a surprise. I got video. Uh, of that, was, by the way. I was thinking I wasn't going to get to see them till end of the year. <laughs> oh, I love it. Your face was freaking priceless. I wonder if you cropped their ribs too, because you're like a really aggressive in the best way hugger. And I love that. <laughs> I felt like the last time when we did that for Andrew's birthday, that there were like her prints, like her hand prints were like embedded on my ribs. Yeah. I love it. You know, Angie hugs are my excuse to touch her butt because she hugs me like a <laughs> Yeah, it's like, ha, I have consent. Let's do this. Well, half of it also was they scared me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, so they were hiding behind the curtain. That's right. Y'all kept telling me the view's amazing. I was like, I don't want to look outside. All the people I want to see are in here. I know, and they were like, yeah, no, but look outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the best part was when it opened up, you got that giant fuck shit up flag, right? And and I think it took you guys a second to process what you were looking at because it was being held by two lesbians. Yeah, well, first they opened up the curtain, the curtains flew open, and then you just see this the flag. And then it took us because you, you look right at the flag because it's the biggest thing there. And then you look to the side to see what's holding the flags. It's like, wait a second, what the fuck? Yeah, because <laughs> they didn't actually reveal themselves immediately. It was mostly the flag first. <laughs> yeah, me and the other person in the room that tr- we tried to pull the um, curtains back far enough so you saw the humans behind, but it was they were rather much heavier than I anticipated. Yeah, and well, and not for nothing, but I think we had been in that room for like an hour drinking, so people were starting to get a little tuned up. I think you know, and like yeah, so. there was like a whole like strategy around that. There was a lookout to to give us the signal when you guys were coming down the hallway, <laughs> and like every three seconds, the lookout was in the hallway most of the time. By the way, that's why he was standing out in the hallway. I thought Correct. he was making a phone call. <laughs> Correct, and like every like thirty seconds. His significant other would go like, "Are they are they coming yet? Are they coming?" Like there was a lot of built anticipation for your arrival for that surprise. <laughs> it, it was the, rather well. the first of, I mean, obviously some great things. We, I, I mean, Austin's a a lot of fun. Um, if you're not downtown, uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> we had a, yeah, we had a great time at there. night downtown. But yeah, it's uh, you know, like every town they've got a challenge. But uh, no, it's I it was awesome. Austin. I can't wait to go back. This is you guys' second pub crawl with us. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we basically went two of the same bars we went to last time because gay bars are awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a good start. Well, they're awesome bars. Even if they weren't gay bars, they're well run. They mm-hmm. have a lot of room. Uh, you know, I mean, Rain's got two giant bars, big dance floor, big stage, which, you know, Angie and Mallory got yeah, up on. Great music. Great. You know, for me, my service was great the whole time at both bars. Someone so. serviced you while we were there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, see, I missed that completely. <laughs> but so silly. no, it, it was just it was awesome. I love Highland Tree is That's, the coolest yeah. bar. Yeah, I love the multiple levels. And yeah, there's plenty of room that uh, like up the perfect like dance floor area because it's right in the center. Like you walk. You can walk completely around it in a circle. Mm-hmm. It's got a yeah, dungeon. You look down upstairs. <laughs> yes. You can also yeah, but, go in the dungeon. Yeah, the mm-hmm. dungeon in the basement. We still have pictures of you and Mallory on that St. Andrew's cross from That's like four true. years ago. Andy. <laughs> Dude, my arms look dislocated, though. I don't know what about that angle, but they look really long like they're pulled out of my socket. Uh, Every time I look at it, I was it, like, damn, it is a what dungeon do do down there. Yeah, it is a dungeon. I mean, uh, but no, it's just it's such a cool bar. Yeah. And I mean, four four bars, I think, because there's one on each side on each level. Uh, so it's easy to get a drink yeah. at Highland. <clears throat> uh, and obviously service is great. They're super nice to you there. Uh, you know, it's I mean, just a really super cool bar. So I, I think cool. you guys' choice in bars and Obviously, you know, the herd does such a good job of guiding people. You just look for someone you know and follow them and hope they're not lost. But it works out really well. <laughs> yeah, that's generally why we do the wristbands and uh, no covers to enter. And if you're lost and you're with our group, find somebody with a wristband. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's also a great, great way just to know that you're amongst like your people. Like, okay, yeah. we're all we're all swingers here. Someone's got the wristband on. Obviously, they're with the swing, swinger group. If I go introduce myself, they're not going to be like easily offended. Why so, are you talking to me? Right, right. I mean, granted, I'm sure somebody picked up a vanilla. I'm 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 sure of it. Someone at some point picked up a vanilla that night. Cause like the energy was hyped. Oh yeah. Like there was so much like I am having sex tonight vibes going down, like just peripherally in the the little groups and other, you know, people socializing. Well, like, yeah. There's gonna be a fuck ton of sex tonight. The, the host hotel was a JW Marriott for, for that particular night, which is a pretty nice hotel. Yeah. And I'm like, I bet the J Dub has not seen that much sex in one night ever, <laughs> because it's usually old people in a in a J Dub. Later in the evening, we were in the lobby and no less than three times did we see these small, well, one really large group, like, you know, doing the the walk of pride, I'll call it, up the elevators. You knew what they were up to. And you're like, knuckles, like, as you pass by. Safety first, kids. Anybody need Uber lube or condoms? <laughs> we should set up Just, next yeah, year to find the elevators and, and start offering condoms <laughs> to everybody. Well, okay, here's the uh, behind the scenes what was going on. I only had confirmation for Rain, the very first bar. Oh. Because the other ones I'd emailed, and then about two months ago, they just stopped emailing back. We didn't hear anything from them. We did get a, we did get a uh, response. So it wasn't like it was going to be a surprise. It just We we just didn't get just it. After that one response, we, yeah, didn't hear we just didn't hear anything else again. So and then when we yeah. contacted our friend at Rain, uh, Jeremy, the bartender, he uh he goes. I thought that was Saturdays. You guys do Saturdays. Yeah, so we we flipped the days. We flipped the weekend, and uh, so we kind of confused a lot of people. Well, I think a lot of people down there. Yeah. So Ray was expecting us Saturday. Yeah. We showed up Friday, and they found out two hours before. Yeah. Oh God. When I was when I was texting him, he's like, "Oh, that's tonight. Oh God. Okay. I think I think I got it. I think I got it." <laughs> 
those the, you wow. know the, the whole profile of that tell. bar changed yeah. completely when we showed up right obviously uh you know it was a lot less gay when everybody showed up but uh not just that it was a lot busier i mean it was eight deep at the bar especially especially at rain where that first bar is right inside the door yeah that's mm-hmm. true. and when we first got there the other bar wasn't open yet so people were just like stacked on top of each other like cordwood waiting for a drink and those bartenders did a hell of a job keeping up yes they did for sure yeah, our friend who wasn't supposed to be bartending was back there bartending was that robert that was jeremy jeremy oh okay that was the guy in the black shirt yeah yeah uh, I, he I, normally i think he was uh assistant manager that night I don't know what he was. Uh, yeah, he just went. Yeah, he wasn't running any bars. He was bartending. He was bartending oh, when I saw him. Not supposed to be bartending. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think they were fantastic. I, I love Rain. I think it's a, a great bar. I, I mean, Highland's got a special place in my heart, but uh, that was that's probably my favorite of the the bars that we frequent down there. Yeah, so, they just don't open that early, so we can almost never start there. Yeah, Highland's supposed to open at nine o'clock, right? So. I was at the first bar till nine. Then I went to Highland Lounge and they didn't open on time. So (laughs) I started knocking on the door. They were not happy with me when they opened the door. And I was like, I need to speak to your manager. And they're like, it wasn't that late. I went, that's not it. I just, (laughs) I'm not complaining about you not opening until nine, 10. That's not my complaint. I think I just talked to the manager. And when he came out, it was the one guy we emailed. So yeah, so he. Everyone knows you're secretly a Karen. Yeah, I'm a Karen. <laughs> it's seven, nine o'clock. You spoke uh, out. That would be probably me secretly. I'm a Karen. You <laughs> get riled up. When I when, when no not many people have ever seen me upset or on a rant, so I think I would be the Karen in the duo. <laughs> oh, oh, that I, makes me the Karen over here, doesn't it? Because I lose my shit. From I. Time to time. I'll be honest. I think we're equal opportunity Karens and Kyle. Like really I think everybody fun. thinks Mickey's the Karen. Yeah, probably. probably. But I mean, <laughs> when when mine comes out, it's really bad, really bad. It's usually on me. <laughs> Same. Well, then that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, a real treat to live with. I don't know if you guys knew that or not, but I'm essentially perfect. <laughs> I mean, gonna... like as close as you can get and still be male and be perfect. I know the this is a podcast that's not being recorded on video, but can they hear it when I roll my eyes at you? Like, yes, we could. It was yeah, amazing. we heard yeah. tiny little scratches. It was us too. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the Optic first bar, here, I was <laughs> detached the retina doing it. At the first bar when I was standing there directing people over to Angie to get the uh, bands, wristbands from her, one couple came in and it was when there was a big crowd by the bar. I, I uh, told them, I said, go around the corner. And my wife will give you the wristbands. They're like, okay, I walked off. Like they were looking at me kind of funny, but they walked off. Then about 10 minutes later, they come back. You're one of the hosts. I was like, yeah. Oh, well, earlier when you stopped us, we didn't know who you were. And I went, you just thought some random guy was telling you to go get a wristband? Uh, yeah. And you listened. Yeah. I like you. You're good people. Yeah. <laughs> it is awesome. I mean, weirder things happen. Right. You can follow directions. I-, I thought it was awesome. I think that the wristbands were a great idea. I think they were sponsored by what? STC, right? So super cool of those guys to do that. Oh, yeah. We have a, we literally have thousands of them. <laughs> we normally buy the, the, the cool ones, but we are trying to get rid of shit in our life. So, hey, hey, hey Reese, repurpose. No one reads them, uh, right? Yeah, right. 
Okay, well, no, it was, sorry. Well, it was sorry handwritten on the wristband, though. It was like AS Pub Crawl. And I want to say that was uh, Mrs. R Sexy Social that, that scribbled it. It was. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. Thank yeah, that's you. That's to do. We got to spend some time with them both there and uh, later in the weekend. Which we're not, I know we haven't got to that point yet, but I get to spend some time sitting and talking with her and her husband, which was nice. Yeah, it was a nice little like reunion catch up. We saw a lot of faces that we haven't seen in quite in quite some time. I mean, we were talking to Jane Angie. You know, when did we decide it was New Orleans last year? The last time we saw each other in person? Yep. Yes. Yep. Almost a year. And that's the longest oh. we've gone without seeing you guys since we met you the first time. He, yep. I, yeah, I remember. I, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I think even during COVID. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, that's 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 really true. And I I'd say it's in large part. I mean, our our little hiatus from the show and and from our friends and from life, right? I mean, we we turned in on, you know, with everything going on in the family and everything. We just didn't see anybody or do anything. Yeah, for like actually five months. I was gonna say there were there's exactly like a six month stint where yeah. like it was like hunger down yeah. time. And if we don't see Jay and Angie in four or five months, we buy plane tickets. I don't yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you guys. Oh, this this reminds me. We are shipping your alcohol, and it costs exactly one trip to come visit us. Ah, shucks. (laughs) For reasons previously spoken of. That's right. We can make that happen. Uh, I love it. Have points. We'll travel, and Mallory travels (laughs) for eleven dollars on Southwest. So yeah, I'm not bougie when it comes to that. Like I'm all about being frugal. Eleven dollars, I'm in. I know, right? But, you know, and I got to say, I love my wife very, very much. I'll cut all that out. If you guys actually that. <laughs> right. Because you're known for your extensive editing to your podcast, Jay. Uh, hey, I edit what needs editing. <laughs> extensive. Everything else stays. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Fuckity fuck, fuck. Yeah. We'll throw one of those in here right now. So how you doing? Fuckity fuck, fuck. There it Fuckety is. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> You know, when you're editing this later, you're like, why the hell did I do that? <laughs> what else happened Friday night? I'm trying to think. Okay, so you guys were buying us drinks at mm-hmm. the bar. Um, the nerds reason. were buying us drinks at the bar. And then other people were buying us drinks. Ooh. Uh, yeah. You can't name them, but yeah. Yeah, yeah like so, so, everybody so loves everybody. Angie, uh, Angie kept asking me when, when she knew we were getting ready to leave the bars. Have we tabbed out? I said, we haven't opened a tab. I was like, but I've had three glasses of wine. Granted, two of them were spilled by somebody other than myself. And the third one, Jeremy put in a water glass. (laughs) Just to keep you and the other patrons safe. Yeah. Or he's like, this one's a little heavier. You'll you'll hold on to it harder. (laughs) Probably right. All night long, I bought three beers. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I had a few whiskeys, but I was taking it pretty easy. And somehow I found my way into the corner at rain. I didn't mean to necessarily. Yeah, you were holding court in a corner. I I do remember. I think I got up on stage with Angie. I, now I that, that my like now that my memories jogged, I think when yeah. we got to yeah, and rain. you had that little skirt on, so you were up high, I, and everybody saw her so glad. cash and prizes. So glad. Do you know how many pairs of panties I brought with me? That'd be the one. <laughs> and I'm so glad it's the night I elected to put them on because it was oh yeah all out there. But wait, there's more. I don't. Yeah, I no. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was, this, uh, this is this is why you wear the skirt like I had on. It's always shorts. It doesn't matter what panties you have on underneath <laughs> because all you're seeing is shorts. 
Yeah. Well, and you know what the Genius. best part is though, like like she said earlier, we we saw so many people that we hadn't seen since your last bar crawl. And uh-huh. so it was really cool to run into some of those folks again. And and it was kind of like seeing old friends, which is one of the coolest parts about not only being in the lifestyle, but being in this circle, you know, whether it's whether it's a circle that we've created or a circle that you guys have curated, it uh it really it's just it works and it's all really good people and it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it is that. i think it's the most i felt like myself in a long time like you get little flashes here and there because i think we're a little insular like we only kind of hang out with lifestylers not on purpose but kind of on purpose no no we, we, we said that six years it's, ago yeah it's just really hard to put on that mask for so long or that mm-hmm. filter so when you get an it opportunity was- and it's all you know people you love and have, have gotten to know over certain i mean I think I got a little loosey goosey, a well, little bit felt myself. And they don't have to be lifestyle to like to be friends with them. Just be lifestyle friendly. Don't be a dick. That's true. right. Uh, that's that's a good start, right? And yeah. I think that worked. Really I don't well. think. I think I don't. I mean, I was. I think my only concern was we were essentially pushing the gay guys out of their home bar, if that makes sense. So every time I saw the group of them sitting around, I was like, don't worry, we'll be gone in an hour. Don't worry, let me buy you a drink. And then someone behind me goes, I got it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so like, I was just trying to make sure that the locals weren't feeling pressured to leave their space. Um, I want them to feel included, even though they weren't part of our group, but I still wanted them. So even at both bars, I still did that. Well, as soon as we got to Highland Lounge, I left it went to the third bar to see. Oh, you know, yeah. That about, bar. Yeah, that bar um, was a tiki bar the first time you guys came to Puff Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the one underground one. Downstairs. Yeah. When I yeah. walked down there, there's just a big wall up construction written on it. Oh, shit. So, that's like, we're not going there. <laughs> well, usually by that time of night, if in if memory serves me correctly, at, at some point between the first and sec- second bar, some people splinter off. And then after the yeah. second bar, it really gets reduced because people are finding other intimate places to hang out or maybe go back to the hotel room and so on. And yeah, so we on. had a, at, at rain, we, at the max, I think we had like 270 people. Damn. Wow. With our group. Yeah. And well, then I don't know how many made it to Highland. Most of them. But I ran to Shiner Saloon, which is a bar we used to go to. And I stopped going there because they, they are a little more popular and they're straight. So every now and then we'd run into macho guys that had problems. The yeah, the, the guy that owns the place is amazing. We run into egos. But when I ran the Shiner Saloon to ask them, I go up to the bartender and I say, hey, I need to speak to your manager. And he goes, I don't know who the manager is. <laughs> I said, you don't know who your manager is. He goes, no, why would you want him anyways? And I went, well, I'm getting ready to bring like 100 people here at 12 o'clock. And I wanted to make sure that's okay with him and everything's, you know. And he goes, oh, let me go get the manager. I said, oh, now you know who oh, the manager is. No, God. The manager you know what, though? Like, kind of a douchey thing to do, but also kind of genius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was. I told the man- manager, who's also the owner, because yeah. I've talked to him before. When he came over, he goes, hey, I remember you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you need to give your bartender a tip because uh, he was protecting you from me. <laughs> legit <laughs> yeah right gate gatekeeper yeah for sure yeah i ran around and told a bunch of people about shiner because you came back and grabbed me and said shiner saloon next right and uh i remember yeah. you said that and i started telling people and uh you know we got pulled away for a for an emergency so we didn't get to go to shiner but uh you know that was neither here nor there probably yeah but also this in this in itself is also a reminder of why the wristbands are a good thing is because when changes happen 
Um, if someone sees you with the wristband and they know something's changed, they can just friendly remind you, hey, we're not going here instead. We're going to go here. Um, so that's also helpful. You know, I barely saw the lesbians at the uh, bar crawl. They were around. Actually, the only one I saw was... Fuckity fuck fuck. Well, shit. Fuckity fuck fuck. He's one of them. Mr. Nerd. Mr. Nerd was the only person I'd see out of those four. Do they? Oh, He's an honorary lesbian, isn't he? Yeah, I caught them on the dance floor. Angie, did they get on stage with us? Who was that? There was somebody else on stage with us. They did not. Um, they were on the dance floor because we were there. They the- were on the dance floor. I saw them on the dance floor at both the uh, both of the uh, clubs. No, it wasn't. I can't put their name out there, so no. Oh. Yeah, yeah well, it wasn't. It wasn't them. The yeah. first bar, I barely left the door. So yeah, and then the second bar, I was just glad handing, walking around, saying hi, <laughs> make sure everybody's okay, and you know, you I know what you do as a host. Yeah, I was left unsupervised because hubby was um, holding court in a corner, so I was just fucking free range. So I'm not. I'm not sure exactly. He was. She just bounced inspired. away and came back with a drink in her hand. Bounced away. Was this at Rain or Highland or both? Yes. 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 And yes. Got yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, because once we got to Highland, I mean, I made it about 15 feet inside the doors, about as far as I got. That's just kind of where I got stopped and that I didn't really get away from there because every time I tried to move, somebody would lean over the railing and start talking. And I was like, oh, I'm going to stay here. Uh, and then I tried to make my way to the bar and somebody's like, don't worry, I got you. And they came back with my drink and I was like, well, OK, guess I'm going to stay here. And uh, I ended up in a really fascinating conversation that I really enjoyed with uh, Mallory's photographer. That's right. They came out. Yeah. yeah they, so they came out and uh, they were a shitload of fun. Turns out they're totally lifestyle friendly. And uh, just had, I mean, I ended up, I was like, well, cool. I'm going to stay yeah. here and talk to cute chicks and have a good time. So, <laughs> yeah. Was- Which is good when it's not your event. You're supposed to socialize. I know it's unusual for me, right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, let it go. We got this. Go be a swinger. <laughs> Whenever you guys. Whenever you guys or if the uh, lesbians would have told me they were coming, I don't tell anybody you're coming because I don't want you there to work. I want you there to have fun. If you're advertising anything, go right ahead. That's your business, but you do not have to do shit. Just have fun. That's that's what we I did. Think we did a good job of that. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> we did pretty we good. Bought a lot when we were in Austin. I think I think we've done pretty good with the pub crawls. We've gotten to the point where we know what we need to do and how to handle most of the things. Um, so me getting on stage was one to pump up the crowd. And then the second time was to tell everyone to tab out. We're moving to the next bar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing for Highland. Uh, you you want somebody who's engaging also like dancing around or whatever. So The dance floor is pretty packed. Uh, Highland? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the DJ, me and the DJ had a couple shots. So he's playing everything I wanted him to play. <laughs> I don't even know who bought the shots. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. So after I talked to the manager at Highland, uh, I told him, I said, well, we're going to have like 250 people coming here. I fear we'd lose 10 or so. Mm-hmm. Just a walk, walk. I said, now you're, they all have IDs and you're free to check them if you want, but you're going to have a line of 250 people. Oh, and, okay. Or everybody's got these wristbands that are with us. And he goes, well, just tell them to come around the side. So the uh, door guy who was upset with me for knocking now all of a sudden was okay <laughs> with me and very interested in what I was saying. <laughs> you saved him checking 500 IDs. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm trying to remember to say about the wristbands was they had the uh, thing for an exit and an entrance. And they had all our guys going in the exit. And they had a line of people waiting that weren't with us. And as they were walking by, they would just hold up their arms and show the blue bands which this has happened before, 
But I just love it when our people are walking by and one of the bouncers will be like, blue band, go ahead. And somebody will be like, what are the blue bands for? You don't know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> our people get so thrilled with the fact that they get the path line. Just- <laughs> yeah. Exclusive rights or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. I fuck with them. It's like the loofahs, but different. <laughs> It doubles as a cock ring later. Lufus? No. The wristband. <laughs> I've never used a wristband. Isn't it paper? Well, that one was. I mean, like, that one was. The, ones we, the, the other ones are rubber. rubber. Ah. Yeah, those worked as a cock ring. Yeah. And I wrapped one around my junk at the pool party. But I think but I think overall, Friday night was pretty much a success. Oh, I mean, excellent. we didn't have too much issue bars ran pretty smoothly for the amount of people that hit every bar for two hours and even the last bar um for 100 people well okay so the last bar you guys had to leave early the um lesbians and female nerd left because they were trashed and tired and the lesbians had to get up early as hell to get on a fucking nope that's the next night so but they were they were all trashed and tired. So Mr. Nerd got took them back to the hotel and I didn't think he was coming back. Oh yeah. So does, does he know what happens when you leave your wife with the lesbians? <laughs> it's fine. It's it, they, yeah. It's it's all it's all acceptable. Well, at the about one o'clock or one thirty, we're at the last bar and I go over to get a drink. <laughs> While I'm over there, I met somebody and I bring them back to kiss Angie. And I should point out at this point, Angie had told me a little bit before this one couple. I was like, hey, we're kind of interested in them, right? Yeah. Would you like this? She goes, I don't want to play with anybody. I said, okay. So when I went to the bar, I brought this girl back because she wanted to talk to Angie. So her and Angie made out for a minute. Then Angie goes, I'll fuck them. (laughs) And I went, okay. So I told them this. And they had to go over and do a little powwow, right? But time, pause for a second. I've had a lot to drink at this point. No. So I'm Between at all the wine point, and the shots? Surely you jest. <laughs> so she was drunk. The other girl was drunk. I was drunk. The other guy was pretty drunk. But Here's part of the soberest. at this point, Mr. Nerd also came back. He's standing there. While they're over there powwow and decide if they want to go back and play with us or not. I'm over there talking to Mr. Nerd and Angie. And I went, wait a second. I didn't bring any condoms. And did we pack any condoms? We discovered that we're hosting a swingers pub crawl and going to a swingers club. Then we brought no condoms. Um, Mr. Nerd goes, I got condoms. I was like, all right. So if they do want to go back with us, you can go get condoms and bring them down to the room for us. He goes, sure. At this point, Angie looks right at me and she goes, I told you, I don't want to have sex. (laughs) This couple has been over there talking for like 10 minutes at this point. One of them is being (laughs) talked into this. I don't know which one. One of them is. And now she doesn't want to go have sex. I was like going, if they say yes, it's too late. That's what he said. He said, no, bitch, that ship has sailed. <laughs> too late. You waited it's too long. Happening. Sure enough, they wanted to come back and have sex. So it happened. We, we came back. Mr. Nerd went up to the room, got, came back now with condoms. Did he yeah, like, them under your door like your kids used to do with their toys? Heaven forbid you go to the bathroom by yourself. Did he like with his little fingers and like, good luck, guys? Well, he, no, he actually came in. We love okay. him. Angie goes, what if he doesn't come back? I said, there's not a chance in hell he doesn't come back. 
<laughs> he is not going to let me down. I know it. Not he would die first. So he comes back, get, gives us condoms, and just kind of sits in the chair and watches. Oh. Which hey. the girl was asking if he wanted to join in, and he said no. He's like, no, I'm going to set out this one. Okay. We we start playing around and we're having a good time, and I realized quickly that we are way too drunk to be doing this. <laughs> and oh my God, can you imagine what Mister Nerd's perspective was? If he you was pretty, he was feeling pretty good. <laughs> now it, it turns out that the couple we're with, the the male is a listener, we which is which is why. Why I think they were willing to come back to the room with us. <laughs> so hey, we're, we're that is some of the best. Adv- well, not best, but most prolific advice we've gotten from you because we've got a lot of great advice. It was from the you. first bit of advice that Jay ever gave me. They want to fuck you because of who you are. Let them. Yep. And it didn't really process for the longest time what that meant. Yeah. That's I it's, I I can tell you with a hundred percent accuracy uh, that that happened. And Jay, I don't even know if you remember because you were probably drunk when you did it. Because I was, you know, kind of lamenting that I did, I wanted people to like me for me, and he goes, "Fuck that! <laughs> they want to fuck you because you have a podcast. Let them." <laughs> and the funny part was, after about a year of doing the podcast, I we went somewhere, and I deliberately was like, "No, I'm not doing any like casual swinger stuff. I'm just going as you know my alter ego, which is because I'm Mickey more often now than I'm the other guy." And I was like, "Oh, nobody likes that guy very much. Where's Mickey? <laughs> this is way cooler." Whatever. <laughs> That was pretty funny. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. Go ahead, Jay. He is the same guy either way. He just doesn't announce that he's Mickey when he's the other way. Correct. The only difference. Changes his name. 100%. He swings from this guy to that guy. Pretty much. Yeah, they both have purple hair. After we'd been playing for a while with this couple, Angie was not doing very well. She she was cuddled up with Mr. Nerd on the bed, just basically going to sleep. Okay, so, so four middle-aged drunk people trying to have sex, which probably looked a lot more like aggressive cuddling anyway. <laughs> nailed it. You weren't even there and you nailed it. Well, so at the very end, the uh, the guy who does who listens to our podcast, he, he, he sets up the bed. And before I say this next part, I have to say that I know you're going to listen to this, dude. And I adore you. And I really adore your wife. So please don't, please don't get upset by this. Just understand, it's me. So he goes, whatever you do, don't use our names on your podcast. If you talk about this, without missing a beat, Mr. Nerd goes, they're not going to remember your names. (laughs) And I literally turned and looked at him and I was like, dude, you're right, but fuck. (laughs) That's the kind of savage friend everyone needs in their life. That is so perfect. While we're playing. Don't worry, they won't remember you tomorrow. Oh we remember we remember them, just not their names. Oh. oh my god. That is so fucked up. And you know what though? I'm just as guilty of it. I'm I am Jay. Like we meet people and I feel so bad because I, I you know, I used to think I was pretty good about remembering people's names and faces and stuff. And then we'll be somewhere now, especially after you know, six years of doing this. Um, we'll go somewhere and they're like, oh yeah, we met at Naughty and Nolan's, you know, five years ago. And I'm like, dude. And then we play this like low key trivia game. Like, oh yeah, uh, the nice tits and she had the purple hair and it was on the dock and go like somehow that's going to trigger both of our memories. So it looks like we're just playing a really strange game of charades. Oh, it's so fucked up. (laughs) So I have this trick that I use, Jay, and I'm going to share it with you and, and all of the millions of average swinger listeners out there. So what I do is I take them over to somebody that I know and I, 
and I introduce the person that I know to them. So yeah. they will introduce yeah. themselves and that's how I get their name back. So now if I ever do that at any of you, you know that I don't remember your fucking name. <laughs> that's yeah, Dan and Chris are our great wingmans, but especially for our meet greets, because we have them often. We're like, Dan, we don't remember their names. He's like, I understand. Got you. And he comes back and he's like, their name is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's so perfect. Yeah. I love it. Dan and Chrissy are good that way because you can send them in. Dan has zero fucks to give. He's just like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. He does have zero fucks to give. So that was a great Friday night, though. It was. I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I would do it again. Drunk as shit. I enjoyed the hell out of um, those who can those miss who cannot be named. She, she have, who cannot be named. Yeah. She who shall not be named. Yeah. She who should yeah. not be named. <laughs> she was. She was fantastic. Nor can she. Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go Saturday. Yeah. Which that's fucking me up. Right world here. it is when Jay's Why? Yeah. Saturday? Yeah. Saturday, I think we met you guys in the lobby for a few minutes before we departed to um, Hippie get Hollow. breakfast and, and head up to Hippie Hollow. Yeah. 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 I tried to give you guys a piece of sound advice and tell you to buy uh, water shoes. Which is the one thing you told me and I did not pack. So we did a detour to Target, which the Target out there was fucking banging. That was money. It's one of the nicest Targets I've ever been in my life. You ended up buying some first sapphic though too, yeah? We did. Yeah, they forgot water shoes too. Yeah, we yeah, spent like so 400 bucks at Target. I, I didn't even look at the bill. <laughs> I just said, please take my card and don't tell me. Well, that's okay. Our our besties, Dan and Chris, who have been there multiple times, forgot their water shoes. Yeah. And we didn't think to remind them. I, I think know. he just refuses to wear them. No, he has to. He's uh, like, well, I literally just didn't. What we actually needed were hiking boots, <laughs> in my humble opinion. A pickaxe. Well, the rubber soles on your water shoes would have worked perfect. They, they're much better than the flip flip-flops that I was going to wear. But like that was a treacherous hike down. And like I'm over here. I have a, like a tinge of vertigo. I just got glasses. So like I'm trying to like readjust. And I was like 80% sure that I was going to end up tumbling down. Yeah. At no there... point did I think I was going to go alpining in Texas. I needed a fucking goat and a pickaxe. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like he's a freaking mountain goat. Well, we haven't been there in two two years, essentially. Yeah, twenty one essentially was our last time there. And there was water um, in the pond. The back water then. has and the water has literally dropped. Um, they said hundred feet. Said, no, I think they said it was like fifty feet. Fifty low. feet lower than so it was already low. Mm-hmm. It's a big damn lake. It's a big lake, and it's already <laughs> low. So it. Yeah, and it was even lower. Um, the tattoo guy. Oh, okay. So we got there before everybody in our group, and me and Angie took all our stuff down. And I got Angie in the water. I got me one beer. Then um, Mr. Nerd and the lesbians and his wife showed up. So I hiked back up to the parking lot to get them and bring them down and help them with all their stuff. And I did that. And as soon as I started walking down the path, I get a message from Mickey. We're 10 minutes away. I was like, all right. So as soon as I got them settled, I turn around and go right back to the parking lot and I'm dripping sweat. Angie's still talking to the couple she was talking to when I left. I go back to the parking lot. I get you guys and bring you back down the hike. I'm fucking exhausted and I just want to grab a beer. And Angie goes, that is the name of his show was Stag of Hot Wife K. And I did not have to go back and re-record this. I don't care if it sounds different. I remembered the very moment. I didn't have to text him and ask him. Nope. I remembered right now. And this conversation flows right in like it was going, right? A few years back, I was learning how to do Instagram. Uh-huh. And I didn't know. And I had somebody friend request me. He says he listens to the podcast and he does tattoos. 
anyways, uh, I have been friends with him for about three years now. Him and his wife came up and were talking to me while Jay was doing all his workout. And uh, he said he was a tattoo artist. I was like, you're amazing, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he liked my glasses because I was wearing casual swinger glasses. Nice. And uh, he said, I like your glasses. I was like, great. That's awesome. Those are friends. They'll, they'll be here soon. I'm sure, you know, casually late, whatever. Um, and <laughs> he said, awesome. And then he's like, I love listening to podcasts and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you have a podcast? I was like, yeah, but we really don't advertise for ourselves. Long story short, he figured out I was average swingers. He's like, I'm your biggest fan. Aww. <laughs> I said, really? And then maybe five minutes later, after he's fanboying over me, um, I'm like, yeah, there's another dude down here that does tattoo artistry. And he's really good. He does portraits and it looks amazing. I'm his friend on Instagram and it's blah, blah, blah. And his wife looks at me and she goes, there's only one. What's his name? I was like, and I told her, she's like, that's him. I was like, really? <laughs> now I'm fangirling over your tattoos, <laughs> which he got a, a super, super kick out of. That's adorable. <laughs> and he got, I think he got a couple of contacts for um, future tattoos. Mm-hmm. So, hey. Oh, yeah, he should, because like his work, I mean, I think there was a moment and I remember the wife's name and I'm not going to mention it. Um, yeah. she came out of the water we were admiring her which I'm sure for everyone up the beach was probably like are they inspecting her for ticks because we were just going through all of her artworks he had done most of it <laughs> leeches it really <laughs> was but there was there were beautiful portraits and and line work done it really is incredible so I hope he gets some work out of it because he's super talented he, he was truly tremendous yeah uh and I mean now granted when she's 90 those were probably gonna look like yeah. George R. Binks but whatever it was awesome for dude I will spread it. my shit out and be like this is what it's supposed to look like <laughs> <laughs> I will say though that Batwing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! It's like the third time Batwing has been mentioned this week, and I'm not mad about it. It's true. I I mean, you know, why not? Well, every every guy does that. Just pulls out on their ball sack and tries to pull it over their wife's head for some reason. I don't know why. Is that just me? Okay, just you. you. No. So uh, I will say though that that Lake Travis, uh, which is where Hippie Hollow is, uh, is so far down. That if if something doesn't change in the next three or four years, there's going to be a bunch of naked people standing around a fucking mud puddle going, well, here we are, <laughs> because it's the only place you can get naked in public. Or <laughs> naked bonfires, then, right? I don't know. It's just going to be well, a bunch of you, naked fuckers. You kind of had a cool experience there, so I didn't know this. So he's so Mickey's second generation to have enjoyed Hippie Hollow there. We've talked about our parents being swingers before, but his mom used to live in and his, that side of his family used to live in near that area in texas so she had gone down there in the 70s and 80s yeah his my parents uncle, used to hang out yeah out. yeah and his dad yeah so that's why you guys kind of saw me sitting off to the side there i was just kind of taking it in and like yeah my my folks came you know and hung out here and now here my ass is and this is just kind of weird and surreal and so i just kind of laid there and chilled and t- took it in because i don't usually get the chance to do that i'm was usually it, entertaining so. was it weird because your mom back in the day she was super fucking hot but like guys were like totally oh, curving on time, her was that a little time. weird <laughs> Big time. Yeah, my my mom was hot as balls. So gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. All right. So one more thing we got to talk about Hippie Hollow. I brought pudding shots. Oh god. No, we're not talking oh about the shit shot. I brought pudding oh. shots in a ketchup bottle so I didn't have a bunch of trash. And it worked fine, but nobody else would eat them. Because it looked like poop. So because it looked like poop. Yes. <laughs> Poo. <laughs> Tiff took one look at that and she goes, lay down, give it here. <laughs> I knew exactly what she was going to do to an extent. 
She was still rocking her shorts because Tiff doesn't usually like to get naked unless she's going to have sex. So she's still rocking her shorts. And I give her the bottle. I lay down. I did not know she was going to drop her shorts and then squat. Oh, she totally dropped them. Yep. Over your face. And then from everyone who had the view onto the lake, it it it, it was a great impersonation. I will say that. But I, like inside, I didn't know I had a gag reflex until that it, moment. It, it was it was gnarly. I'm not it was lie. it was impressive at the same time. Hilarious. But Wait. gross. When she got done, I sat up and I had the pudding in my mouth all over it. Oh, it was pornographic. Yeah. The people in the lake were just stunned. Just like, oh. That that story will be told for generations now. Only it's going to be actual shit because they didn't know. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you definitely took a hot load to the mouth. I wonder if that's what the... um, uh, wildlife forest people in the uniforms. I wonder if that's why they showed up because someone called and was like, yo, some sick shit's happening. <laughs> right. Yeah, some lady shit in this dude's mouth. Can you guys get here quick? <laughs> oh, yeah. The uniform showed up for you. Fuckity fuck fuck. Oh, shit. Fuckity <laughs> fuck fuck fuck. You know, the uniform isn't enough. <laughs> no, because they look like tr- fat truckers, like standing around. Like, who are you going to chase down in this rocky environment? Like, are you part Billy Goat? It's not going to happen, Tubby. They probably have. They probably have the best shoes of all the trucks, though. Yeah, but I'm saying if you like where they were standing, because they didn't come down where we were. They stayed up top. Oh, because they knew where they were going. Well, yeah. they're looking at everybody too. No, but Hippie Hollow is super cool. I think if anybody's in the Austin area and hasn't, I'm sure they all know about it. It was um, still, yeah, very I mean, cool. Hell, we mentioned it to our uncle, and he was excited because he used to live down there. And he's like, you're all going to Hippie Hollow. You're going to get naked. I'm like, big fucking deal. We do it all the time. Uh, but it was cool. Actually, I don't think I got naked because the water was 12 degrees. Water was very cold. Yeah, my tweeter does not look good in 12 degree water. No one's tweeter looks good in 12 degree water. Mm-hmm. I look fine. Oh Jake, yeah, well, Jake and pump is up. <laughs> my balls are gone, but <laughs> I think it's fun. Yeah, it was still a really cool experience. Yeah, and then we got to go out that night. Oh yeah, and hang out and party for a while. That was cool. Well, we should talk about dinner first. I don't, I don't recall dinner. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the company was amazing, and I want to believe I have faith in humanity for the most part. And then you run into individuals <laughs> that. They're not just two fries short of a happy meal. You, that's an empty bag. Like they forgot there the no fries in that happy meal. No one did. And I mean, yeah. how can you put those umbrellas on but not mm-hmm. have the wherewithal to like come back? We had a we had a server that she was bless her heart. Oh, is all I can really say. He was dumb. Oh man. I mean, I just I mean you know, she was the, very pretty and I think that that was all that they thought they needed. But in I was reality, gonna say she better hope she stays pretty. They should change yes. the name of the restaurant to Dumb Shells. Yeah, I thought it was you called know, like a spit on Hooters or something. I mean, it wasn't horrible food. It was oh. it was decent food. The, the it was this the wait staff. Yeah, and we don't like to get we don't like to get pity on the wait staff but this one was actually not good at all no and i don't no, i don't think mean yeah we don't like yeah, to be mean no. to staff, yeah, yeah i'm we never mean to her no like, we, definitely we, we not tried to be nice to her but it's just like she we, she came over and, and mallory goes 
uh, can I, you know, do you have a whiskey list? And she went, no. And she, Mara's like, can I, can you tell me what whiskeys you have? And she said, no. And Mallory's like, uh, and I went, I'll okay. go to, I'll go to the bar and find out. Okay. Like, it's holy fine. shit. It, it was, just, I think that was actually before we got there though. Maybe she used to work at Dick's Slacks Resort. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but it's supposed to be me from there. It's hard to say. And you could tell, like, I, I used to work in the service industry and you could tell the, um, the temperature of her coworkers to her was not great either. So I, I think socially she had issues and then she yeah, had and it's a not like we had 270. So we didn't have 270 people. We had 10. Yeah. It really wasn't all that complicated and it got complicated quickly. at the end very quickly. And we, we, at that point, I think we were in a time crunch and everyone was trying to like get oh, their yeah. shit together and leave because we needed to stop at the liquor store. And apparently everything closes at 9 PM in Texas. Yeah. And I had done liquor my stores. I yeah. had done my best at that point to run over a fire hydrant. So I was I'm in a bit of a bad mood anyway. <laughs> that, was, that was on the way to the restaurant. <laughs> oh, I think I hit the curb. I blame Dan. Dan from the back goes, mm, it's always hydrant. Dan's fault. No, well, if no. Dan had not bitched about the direction I was going, I wouldn't have tried to turn around. I would have gone the I had way. no idea he jumped in your lap and drove the car. No, it's Dan's fault. Fuck Dan. But <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the thing that happens like before we're done at Dumb Shells. So we we paid and it was Mr. and Mrs. Nerd. It was Mrs. Nerd's birthday. So we were trying to do something nice for Mrs. Nerd. We were going to pick up dinner. So we're like, hey, give us their tab, too. Well, that put our tab over one hundred and fifty bucks. So uh, Cumbrella's walks, who's our waitress, walks back, comes back with the hundred and fifty dollar bill, but says her manager needs to make a copy of our credit card and our ID and I, keep it I because our bill was over $150. Okay. And I was like, have you lost your fucking I mind? I literally snorted. I was like, no fucking way. Like, literally, please take my identity and ruin my credit. Yeah, like, right? Identity <laughs> theft 101. Let me show you how. I said, no way I'm giving you that information. It's not happening. No, you're not making copies of my personal identification or my credit card. And she goes, well, this is our policy. I don't know what to do. I said, how about split the bill in two? It'll be under under $150. And she goes, oh, that'll do it. And scurries away, comes back and ran one of them and not the other. So then we had to wait for her to go back and do the second one. Oh, my gosh. It was this. You guys had already left, I think, at that point to run to the liquor store. We we were another... 10 15 minutes. Oh, easily i thought like, we were gonna be there till they closed and at that point i'm i'm sitting down i'm laughing hysterically tears are running out of my face i'm like hey, this is real life oh yeah this we were entertained we weren't mad but like we, we weren't freaking out over anything we were just like mad doesn't do anything yeah, like, it doesn't help anyone because she's already pissed off because she has no idea that we're not mean pains in the asses like or we're tr- at least trying not to be and how silly the whole she honestly yeah. probably could never tell if somebody's being mean or not yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe not but even <laughs> Yeah, even she's been. I feel like the best part of that uh, that night is when Jay got up to go pee, and I had to leave because I was riding with the nerds and the lesbians to the liquor mm-hmm. store. And I looked at Dan. I said, "Dan, follow him." And without without missing a beat, he gets up and walks to the bathroom. Goes with He was even quiet, so I could pee. He, he was, was even nice quiet, night. so you could pee. I just did not want you to do something stupid because you do it often. I do. Agreed. Especially when you're drunk. Yeah. So he said, make sure he comes back okay. That night, we all moved to the second hotel, right? Yeah. Closer to Colette's. Hang on. They they rented rooms by the hour. You guys did a great job picking that hotel. Hey. So (laughs) we we get to the hotel, and while we're in there, I had to go downstairs a couple different times to the uh, front desk. (laughs) So I, I get in the elevator, right? 
And a guy got in the elevator with me. He just kind of stood there. So I pushed the, you know, bottom floor. And I assume since we're, there's only three floors, we're on the third floor, that he's probably going down the floor too. And he does. So we go down. I have to run out to my truck to get something. I come back in and I see the elevator door wide open and him standing there, right? Same guy, just standing there right in front of the elevator, but he didn't get in the elevator. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I walked up, I hit the button and the elevator door opened right back up because it had just closed. So I walk in, he walks in and I was like, okay, I pushed the third floor. Was he waiting? No, I'm assuming you're going to the third floor. And he goes, yeah. I said, so why were you just standing there looking at the fucking elevator and not getting in? And he goes, uh, uh-huh. I went, didn't want to push the buttons. He goes, nah, it's your job. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. So then I come down and find you guys a little bit later on, and we're going to go find the lesbian's room, right? But yeah, it was the lesbian's room. So Angie said she thinks she knows what room it was, and she said the number, and I walked down there, and they said it was right beside that uh, cute Indian couple's room. Right. So I I knock on a door because it's got to be one of these. So I knock on a door, and sure enough, it's the elevator guy just (laughs) opens the door and looks at me, looks at everybody else in the hall, and I went, I'm sorry, wrong room. He goes, no, it ain't. Come on in. And I was like... (laughs) Just knock and scratch, Jay. Just knock and scratch. <laughs> but at the same time, the Indian couple opens their door because they were in there eating and <laughs> said hi. I was like, no, we're looking for across the hall. So we end up finding the lesbians and everything works out fine. Now I'm going to skip ahead till yesterday. <gasps> yesterday, I got a message on SDC and the guy said, all he said, the message was, thanks for pushing the buttons for me. <laughs> Mike drop. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you could have told us you were lifestyle. We might have invited you to... Dumb shells with us. <laughs> you know that made you like him just a little bit more. Oh, it did. It was fucking yeah. hilarious. That's fucking epic. Yeah, I do have to so, say that, that SDC group all weekend was great. That was a good idea on yeah. you guys' part. Everybody was engaging. And uh, what I really thought was funny was Friday night into Saturday, it was like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning, and somebody goes, anybody awake? <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing that you're looking for somebody awake Dude, at this hour? that is that is the blank space right and not you lifestyle. did you answer fuck no i didn't see it till the next morning <laughs> come here big boy yeah um, <laughs> I, but, but between three and four because usually by then you are fucking half fucked and if you're up you're either going to bed or going to breakfast so yeah. that's kind of like the blank space or or just like hey we've struck out we're gonna see if anybody else is desperate <laughs> <laughs> we went to Colette's uh, Saturday night. Austin Saturday night after what you guys call it? dumb shells, dumb shells, yeah. <laughs> dumbbells, dumb shells. I like your joke. <laughs> when we when we got there, I honestly don't know what the fuck happened there because between being tired from the night before, drunk, and I took a gummy, I just kind of stood there and talked in one spot for the whole well, time we were there. Except except for when you dragged me out to the dance floor. Yes, you were the first one to drag her on oh, the yes. dance floor. That is you true. That? Was I any good? Yes, this we matter. danced like our rent was due. It was awesome. Great. I'm pretty sure everyone who was watching us on the dance floor was 100% sure we were fucking. Because like it, we neither of us kind of held back. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> if you tell me we made out and I forgot that, I'm going to be very, very sad. Every, pretty of Everything course. but... But I think everyone got like a, a refresher for sex ed. Yep. I, all I know is I looked over, I was like, where's Jay? And they're like dancing. I was like, okay. He's dry humping Mallory's on the dance floor. <laughs> it's like, with who? Because he doesn't go out there by himself. Nope, nope. Like, it, it was me. Mallory's out there. I was like, okay, it's fine. Well, okay. So I was talking to the hot Hispanic couple that had been hanging around with us. The one oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I forgot about that. So 
there's this couple that have been talking to me on SEC for a while, and it just hadn't worked out. We could meet up because they live in fucking West West Texas. Ooh. They yeah, said they were going to be in Midland. There. Yeah, yep. that's it. Yeah, so. yeah, only softball people play there. <laughs> so when they said they were coming, I was like, okay. And when they walked in, I was like, hey, because you know I finally get to meet them in person. And I told the girl because she's fucking smoking hot. Mm-hmm. I went when you get over to Angie, instead of just saying anything to her, just grab her and kiss her. Don't say anything to her, just grab her and kiss her. And she goes. Starts laughing and her husband goes, not a chance until she does that. So I guess when she got over to Angie, she just, would she? She's like, hey, I need to give you a kiss. Okay. <laughs> Aww. I'm a sucker for a pretty face. When we were at Colette's, I figured out that, because um, I've been over to pick something up and she like tried to close her legs. I went, are you not wearing panties? And she goes, no. I said, and you don't want me to see? And she goes, I guess you're right. And then she just kind of spread her legs. So me being me, I naturally dove right in there. And um, but I didn't actually touch her vagina. I just kissed the side of her thigh, just getting the look going. Didn't actually want to sexually assault her. When I pulled back out, her husband did he lick it? And she goes, No, he actually just licked the side of my thigh. I went, Do you want me to lick it? She goes, Well, I thought you were. So dove back in, threw her legs up, licked it, uh, made her pull a hamstring. She pulled her hamstring. <laughs> she could barely walk Sunday. And Monday. You're responsible for an assault and pulling a hammy. <laughs> no, it was consent. Got consent on the second round. Yeah, he had to go. He had to go in for round two. Yeah, round two was consensual. So the results really were sweet, by the way. I like them. Yeah, they were. Hopefully, we see them again soon. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, well, there's not a fucking thing going on in Midland. They don't have a choice but to come over to the <laughs> Well, I told him I said next time we drive to see the nerds with lesbians, maybe we'll stop there because we pass it all the time. They're like, yes, and take us with you. <laughs> well, do, I don't know if you guys remember from the the bar crawl we did a few years ago when we came down to see you guys. First of all, we met that hot couple uh, at the hot dog bar on Sixth Street, and they ended up showing up at the bar crawl if you remember, and they were from fucking Odessa. Like they were like, which is yeah. basically Midland. I mean, it's fuck yeah. all where Texas and uh, they were, they were really hot and we've been friends with them on Cassidy ever since. Uh, I didn't message them to see if they were going to make the trek again. Cause I mean, it's a haul from there to Austin. Uh, but uh, yeah. So that's the second time that some couple from God's country has made the trek to Austin for the bar crawl that I'm aware. We appreciate it. Yeah. I hope. Someone came in from Washington, you said. Yeah, a couple flew in from Washington. And I was like, oh, really? Were you here for something else? And they said, no, we flew in for this. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> you're insane. Thanks. No, why not? If you know you're going to have a good time, it's of like elk. Yeah. I mean, traveling in is definitely worth it. We I think just, there's a lot of people that put value on that. And you guys. But we just don't put value on our event and like we don't expect a lot of people to show up so it's like <laughs> well i think that we ship is sealed yeah a lot of people did show up and i can tell you exactly why it's because of who you guys are you're exactly who Bingo. you present yourself as mm-hmm. if the longer you get to know you the more you realize the two of you are exactly who you say yep. you are there's no facade there's no bloviating you guys are some of the most humble people i've ever met Mm-hmm. And I think people like that. You're authentic. You're genuine. And that's really the currency of like any relationship today. And, and there are there is a shortage in the lifestyle of of any organized and we'll loosely call your event organized, but uh, an organized event uh, <laughs> that doesn't cost an absolute shitload of money. You guys don't do this for revenue. You don't do this for notoriety. You just assume nobody know who you are as long as they have a good time. And mm-hmm. that's unusual. That mm-hmm. is matter of fact, that's. That's such rare air that I don't know of another thing like it. So is it worth flying in for? Fuck yeah, it is. Uh, I think it is. Oh, we, yeah. did. Well, we did. <laughs> but you guys are... That's my... <laughs> <laughs> I, 
at Colette's, there was another guy that came up to me. Um, he was at the pub crawl and he was, I think he said he was at the lake. I'm not positive. Yes, he said he was at the lake because he was talking to me about my pudding shots that I was still eating at Colette's. And I mean, this guy was very muscular and big. And he was talking to me and he said something about the pudding shot on the beach, is why I remember he was at the, at the uh, and he goes, is I would never eat that shit, which especially at a tip's butt. Well, it made me just automatically put the bottle over his head and start squeezing. And he goes, no, no. And I just kept squeezing until it came out. And he opened his mouth and and ate it. And he's like, God damn it. That's really good. And I was like, I I should have gotten my ass beat. (laughs) He was a big bitch, dude. That was a bold move. Oh, You are one of a... Two people really in this room, myself not included, you and my husband can get away with stuff like that, that if maybe I were to try to execute it, it'd be literal assault. Like people like, yeah, I'm not playing that game with you. You crazy lady. All you have to do is step away and it'd have been fine. But no, he's like, no, I'm going to hang in and see what's that. I think he really wanted it. Is that a crop you're swinging around? I was literally just trying to make it. It's a cat toy. toy. I thought you were going to wear Jay's ass out. She's always playing with her pussy. My pussy's getting old, so someone's got to play with her. <laughs> Wait. Your pussy's mean, too. <laughs> it is mean. My pussy is mean, too. Uh, yeah. Well, after Colette's, we told the hot the hot Hispanic couple from uh, Midland may may have been willing to play with us. But I was, in, I was like going, there's not a chance in hell that the first time you have sex with me is going to be in this condition. <laughs> I was dragging the bottom of the barrel. I'm like going, nope. <laughs> He doesn't remember getting home. He doesn't remember getting in the lift. He doesn't remember any of the things. I told him, I was like, he said yes and no. Well, I remember, <laughs> hang on. He he reminded me of me at Naughty in New Orleans when Kane Kane come up to us and said, hey, do you want to? I was like, yes. And Jason, no. <laughs> I was like, same reason. Yes, yeah, same reason. I was reason. too fucked up. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah. I do remember we were leaving Colette's. There was a couple sitting outside and the girl was sitting on the ground mm. because their Lyft or Uber, their Uber had canceled on them. So they're trying to get another. And Angie being Angie, she goes, well, you can have ours. And I went, I don't think they're going where our guy is going. And then Angie goes, <laughs> are you staying at? They're like, no, we're not staying there. Exactly. Why would they want to do that? Hey, I nailed it Fuck on the you. first hotel. <laughs> Fuck you for the second one. Bougie fucker. <laughs> but I 100% agree with you. I'll never say that one again. You know I'm just You got to love and learn, though. You never know what not to do until you've done it. 100%. Yeah. It, it really, we've, honestly, it wasn't that bad. I think the worst part was the AC. We Ours was the window unit, because I don't think the central one worked in ours. Yeah. And every time None I of the central works. It like, sounded like a deal. diesel engine starting. It did. It it was yeah, I was afraid I was going to pee the bed because when I like <laughs> I flinch and every time I flinch, I'm always scared like I'm going to pee myself. It's never happened. Never happened, but I'm afraid it's going to. All right. So this is what I have to look forward to in your old age. Incontinence well, is a thing. Learn learn to live with it. Yeah, because like I'm I'm in that middle part where I'm too old, but too young to be messing myself. Okay. Too old to shit myself, but also too young. Yeah. Got it. No, I I, uh, I I think that the hotel was was fine, and it is a lesson learned, right? I mean, I neared my butthole once, so I can't I can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've made mistakes. Do you guys have anything to talk about for Colette's besides dancing? You know what? I actually I, I, I just like Colette. I, I love Colette's. Yeah, it was a nice time. We had to sit and talk with um 
our you sexy know, so, social. Our sexy social and have a good time. I, I, I love what, you know, John and Jackie do. And I don't think we had been to the one in Austin nope. before. So it was nice to to see it. And mm-hmm. I'd, lo- I'd love to go back again. It yeah. seemed a little quieter, maybe with a holiday weekend. I was hearing that it had like a bondage thing that was going on the next day. Yeah, I, I think it was uh, just, I mean, if yeah, anybody that it. hasn't been to Colette in Austin, uh, it's it's very, it feels very large and open because it's mm-hmm. a tall warehouse yeah. that they retrofitted and turned into a club um, that I thought was really cool. Uh, bartenders were friendly, lots of open space. Uh, I just, I mean, I, all in That's all yeah. of the swinger clubs I've been to, that was, I think. It's one of uh, our favorites. I like, yeah, yeah, I like the, the brand in itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really it's cool. also, if we, if you think about it, it's, it's kind of segregated from the private to the, to public mm-hmm. um, play spaces. So that that's oh, maybe all the play spaces are all the private. Well, mm-hmm. not not necessarily that, but the private spaces are on one side of the upstairs, and the public is on the other side of the upstairs. Yeah, yeah I yep. saw that 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 bed up there with the open air, and you could kind of yeah, see the bottom. Yeah, and, yeah. So you cool. really have to know what where you're going in order to to know if you want to be public or private. Yeah, and the, I will say that the high top chairs were kind of hilarious. If John listens to this, that you know, if you're a Ooh, larger that person, workout. yeah, it's it's definitely a core workout to sit on them because they wobble like a motherfucker, and you're like, "Am I going down? Am I going down? Nope, no, I'm good." And you just kind of bounce back and forth on them a little bit, and uh, it was. But I mean, I sat there for hours shooting the shit, and I survived, so all is well. Uh, you know, we definitely didn't get up and go really talk to anybody or, or get out a little, and which I thought, you know, we thought we were going to do and we didn't, but that's what happens when you know everybody you're with. You just end up sitting there talking. You know, I did have you guys out at the lake for most of the day and had Sorry. the pub crawl the night before. You know, we were all a little tired. A little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think we were in bed by one. Yeah, I think uh, so. Same. I, yeah. yeah. I think we had a little six. I did a bit of the six, yeah. It was not so good. So, the next morning, we went and got breakfast and then you guys ordered in Starbucks and you know what I'm getting to. Uh, <laughs> when we, I told you when we come back from breakfast, we'll swing down to your room so we can mm-hmm. chat and hang out a little bit while you're packing. So I come down there. Angie goes to pack in our room. A Mr. Nerd goes to take care of their room. By this Miss, point, lesbians the lesbians home. already left. They had the early flight. So uh, Mrs. Nerd with me, we knock on the door. Mallory throws the door wide open, <laughs> butt ass fucking naked, which <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. This is a fantasy I've had several times. <laughs> to be fair, that was the third opportunity because, like, they were like hit and misses. You tried to find our room when we're at the JW, and something else happened. Like, I'm usually naked, anyways. Like, I don't put clothes on until I have to. You're not naked as often as Jay is. That fucker's That's always true. naked. So finally, like, I'm in the midst of getting ready, and I did. I was, I was looking forward to flashing you. And well, when you did, it was epic, and <laughs> I wanted to do all kinds of dirty things. <laughs> but what I did was I number one watched Mrs. Nerd who started losing her shit immediately. <laughs> and then I looked to my right and there's this little like 10-year-old girl just barreling down the hall straight at me. And I look back <laughs> I and no all idea. I see is Mallory standing there butt ass naked. So I just grab Mrs. Nerd and start shoving her into the room. And Mallory's <laughs> eyes are like, what the fuck is going on? Why is he not? It got you know, a little, I had no idea. It got a little rapey all of a sudden. Like you push her in and slam the door behind me. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's yeah, happening? Right. Slow your roll. And then you told consent, me. Consent, consent. Yeah, that's, nope, that's totally fair. We did not need to give a biology lesson. Like in my head, I could hear mommy. What, why doesn't she have hair there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why are they so big? <laughs> right. Hers aren't flat like yours, mommy. <laughs> Hey, the flat ones are fine, too. You can get it from behind, <laughs> bring it around, suck on titties at the same time. It's fantastic. Love it. 
they hold things really well. They're not you. stirrups, Jay. Mm-hmm. They're not stir- They're not stirrups. They're I have yet to meet a titty I didn't like. Flat, <laughs> overstuffed. I don't care. <laughs> You've met a titty. It, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, the, well, it was on a person I didn't like. Okay. Right there, <laughs> you go. It was pretty seamless. And, you know, it was nice because we got out and, you know, had a little bit of brunch that day and then had a couple of drinks before we took off. And uh, the brunch was amazing. The parking was even more amazing. We had parking on the street. What did you guys do? We parked on the street. We actually found a spot on the street eventually. Yeah, that was a clusterfuck of epic proportions, but it was uh, not, you know, once we got out of the car, it was fine. I was pretty sure I was going to wreck the fucking rental car again. Yeah. Because that parking garage was tight. I mean, real tight. My truck fit just fine. I don't know about you. Well, mine's bigger. Ah, uh, yeah. It is. I've it seen is. It. But I don't need a truck that big to do what I got to do. Right? <laughs> no, I, I absolutely loved it. And yeah, I can't, I personally can't thank you guys enough for including us in, in your event. I was super. But you're fun. about to include us in something for you, though, right? We are. We are. Hmm. I love how that came full circle. Right. Oh, Ooh, did, was that a good segue? Because I'm really excited. That was an off-road segue. I'll, I'll let Mallory do the honors, but this is, uh, this is you heard it here first, because we haven't announced this on our show yet. No, no. I, I, I think this is an amazing thing, and it's something we've been trying to talk you fuckers into for like three years. So. Yeah. Yeah, since the first time we met you there. Yeah. And that was the first time. Was that the first time we met? That was our first time meeting Jane. Yeah. She was at Hito. So it's a little poetic that in April 2024, you're going to be one of our host couples for the heat casual swinger week, which I'm like, just saying that out loud, I have fucking goosebumps because I can't imagine being in one of my favorite places with some of my most favorite people on the planet with the most epic week, just knowing what I know from this past trip, the vibe and the camaraderie and the sexiness, like it's going, it's going to blow last trip out of the water, which I can't wrap my head around that yet, but it's, it's, Mm, it's going to be an amazing week, and we're so lucky that you guys want to do this with us. Well, it, I'm I'm jacked about it too. There's almost nobody on this earth I'd rather party with than uh, than Jay. So it's it's going to be absolutely awesome, and I think he's probably going to have to reprise his single ladies performance. Uh, <laughs> I will accept nothing less. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> okay, not to put you on the spot, but to put you on the spot. Oh, you just, just don't tell him beforehand. Here. No, 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 no. It'll be in the moment. I-, I will catch you in the moment. That's the only way it'll work. Yes, that's the only way to work. Catch him in the moment. Yeah. If I think oh. about what I'm going to do, I don't do it. Same. <laughs> yeah, it just happens, right? Well, that was one of the most epic things I've ever seen. I about pissed myself laughing. And the problem when you're naked, <laughs> if you piss yourself and you're not in the pool, is people notice. So, yeah, especially if it hits them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's going to be epic. We've got some really cool stuff planned. Uh, and, you know, we're we're stacking up the hosts. We're we're working with some of our other folks too. Yep. Uh, some of our, you know, obviously some of the greatest guests we had last time. We're gonna work with make sure we take care of those guys too. But we're gonna have plenty, plenty of folks to take care of our people because this trip is already doubled in size from last time. And yep. we're gonna need all the help we can get from people that we love and trust like you guys. Exactly. And I, I can't think of, you know, surrounding ourselves with better people that are great representation and look out for people in the same way we do. Like it's just it's it's fucking epic. It's it's amazing. It's about the experience. Mm-hmm. You know. What do you say and look out for people? I wait till they get really drunk and try to pick out the ones in the back of the herd. You know, like <laughs> a limpid gazelle. He's trying Just to take out the- which ones know CPR, which ones do not. All right. <laughs> Did you guys see the CPR? The what? What? CPR. Uh, I gave Dan CPR. Did you? We almost lost him. When he fell 
up the stairs? <laughs> oh shit! No, no, that was yeah. breakfast. That was after breakfast. So we got back, and Dan was going to go up the stairs to his room, and tripped. No, oh. and, oh, and it was one of the slow motion trips where it looks like he's going to save himself three times, but doesn't. But doesn't. And then he hit the ground, and there's the whole fucking lobby is just full of people, people, little kids and everything. So I knew he was embarrassed as hell. And before he could say anything, I just jumped on top of him and started doing the CPR with my hands on his chest. Then I grabbed his nose and blew in his mouth. (laughs) I'm sure that helps so much. And me and Chris are like, only only them. The people in the back honestly thought I'd given him CPR and brought <laughs> it's a miracle. He's alive. Children are like, oh, he fell, but he's okay now. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm so glad you didn't die, Mr. Mr. Wolverine. Happy duck trip. Trip, 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 trip. That's outstanding. Uh, you know, I, it's uh, that's actually a good example, though, the kind of people you guys attract because Dan and Chrissy are awesome. Yeah. So they're a lot of fun to hang out with. Super nice people. And Chrissy always shows her tits on command, which is always, always, always appreciated. She does. Yep. <laughs> she's also a of fuck. She's <laughs> I'm sure she'll be happy to hear that. She knows. She knows. <laughs> does she have oh. a trophy? I will buy her uh, one. Uh, I've given her many trophies. She ate them. Um, <laughs> I didn't say your unborn children, Jay. Oh. He doesn't have unborn children. They're all dead. <laughs> Wait, that was that was very that right. was very bad. You guys got a movie to go to, so we got to wrap this up. We do. We're gonna go see Bert's new movie. Yeah, we're gonna go see. <laughs> we loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. You will too. I, I feel to truly love it, you have to be a fan. Like you have yes. to the shtick and the yes. story. So yes. if you haven't seen it. Go look the machine, Bert Kreischer. It's fourteen minutes. It's totally fucking worth it. Best bit on the internet. Yeah, one of the best guys in show business. He's he's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, super down to earth, affable, has a great sense of humor about himself. Highly recommended. All right. Now, Mallory, tell people how they can find you. Oh, great. <laughs> We're Casual Swinger everywhere. You can find us at casualswinger.com or message us at pod- podcast at casualswinger.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. There it is. Dating sites, all that bunch of shit. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us and coming down to see us. We, we love, love you guys. guys. Is that not obvious? Love you so much. Hey, I did two episodes in a row Maybe. with a love letter to Jay. Oh. <laughs> is the letter J? Yes. This episode has been brought to you by the letter J. And the number is 69. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Hey, love you guys. Love you. Mwah. You can go to AverageSwingers.com and use the link to sign up for Cassidy and SDC. Remember, life is short. Party naked. Party naked. Okay. Fuck no. Oh, no, 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 babe. No, 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 no. That happened before we got in the doesn't room. Matter. <laughs> when we got in the room with them is when that happened. I already told uh, Mr. Nerd he didn't do it. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's okay, guys. They're shorting this shit out. Just give him a minute. <laughs> she was drunk. <laughs> no idea. Got a little rapey all of a sudden. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I gotta stop recording. Wait, I'm not raising my hand. I'm stopping recording. I'm Mickey. I'm Mallory. We're Casual Swinger. And life is short, short, party party naked. naked.